my idea, I call it Habitat for Hipsterity. And the idea started with my thoughts that I mentioned earlier about exercise. And I think basically exercise is a failure of human imagination. I don't think exercise should exist. Exercise is a side effect of an unhealthy, sedentary lifestyle of society. And so basically, you suffer through eight hours of wage slavery, and then they tell you, okay, you have to suffer through another hour, which is exercise, just to exist. And so that leads to like depression and misery and suffering. And like it makes it seem like the human body is just like you have to suffer this huge amount per day just to exist. It creates this like bleakness and hopelessness and misery and like, Exercise is like the icing on the cake of misery, basically. And it's also selfish. So it's like, I'm going to exert an hour of energy moving this machine around, but it's not going to be a machine that like stamps out parts to help people. It's going to be a machine that does nothing, that pointlessly moves in order to only benefit me. Like, I'm not going to do anything that helps others or that benefit society at large. I'm just going to run on a hamster wheel. It's a horrible way to design society, I think. I think if we ever get to a utopian society, that problem will be solved, right? Because there are no fat people on Star Trek. Even though nobody really has to work, everybody can get as much food as they want. There are no fat people on Star Trek. So in the future, clearly they've solved it. Yeah, and they probably solve it through like some sort of pill or something. But my idea is a little different. So my idea is... uh. If you're going to exert physical activity, why not do it in a way that helps others or helps yourself, gives you more contentment than just spinning a hamster wheel for no reason at all that helps nobody? Um, And so my thought was, well, how do you design a way, something that you can do that gives you exercise and that helps others in a way that doesn't just feel like more work? And so that's where the Habitat for Hipsterity comes in. So I volunteered for Habitat for Humanity once through work. It's a charity where you build houses for lower-income people who otherwise wouldn't be able to afford houses. And so it was like one day from like 8 a.m. to noon on a Saturday. First of all, I'm a software engineer. I usually show up to work between noon and 2 p.m. I can sort of work whatever I want. And so showing up at 8 a.m. on a Saturday fuck that you know like i'm too irresponsible to do charity i guess because they make it so rigid you have to be here at this time you have to be here when everyone else is here and so you couldn't like use that as an exercise regimen really half the time you'd get rained out when i went there it was like 100 degrees and i actually had to quit because i was fat and i started to get heat exhaustion and got dizzy and almost passed out So Habitat for Humanity, something like that, as it is now, wouldn't work for a convenient doubling it up as an exercise thing. But my thought was if you moved it indoors and you made it tiny houses instead of full-size houses, that way they fit indoors. You could fit a bunch of them in like the area of a Planet Fitness. You could build them on your own time. You'd need maybe a little bit of initial training, but you could come in when you want. The equipment would just be there. There'd be cameras monitoring what you're doing. You'd maybe have some sort of like a time card thing or like an implantable chip, your idea, Jason, 
that would sort of keep mm-hmm. track on how much you're contributing to building these tiny houses. And you could either build them for other people as a charity and just get enjoyment out of it that way. Or you could like accrue credits towards owning a tiny house. So if you built like seven tiny homes, you could just own your own? Why wouldn't you just get one of the ones you built at that point? Well, you're not building the whole thing like you're not, in one go. you're not go. throwing in for materials or training. Yeah. Part of it is, yeah, you're paying for materials. And part of it is it's not like the building of the house stops when you leave. Someone else is picking up where you left off. So you're building a little bit on a bunch of tiny houses. You're not starting your own and building it from ground to ceiling. And first of all, you probably have some sort of, depending on what exercise benefit you want, there's probably different activities. And there'd be probably be some things that have to be done that don't give you any exercise benefit at all. So you have to actually pay people to do those. But the idea is that eventually if you exercise like three times a week for three years or something, you put in enough hours that you would own a tiny house. And the idea is that these tiny houses, it's a perfect for hipsters. I don't really consider myself a hipster, but I like the idea of like not having a nine to five job and like pursuing creative things for a living. And so that might allow you to do that. You don't have to have an apartment or uh, I have a full size house and I have to pay a mortgage and it's a lot of money and you couldn't afford that with stand up comedy money. <laughs> but like someone like Mike Jeter or something like a local headliner, if he had a tiny house, he might be able to just live off of his comedy income with a tiny house. And so I I think it'd be a way for hipster types, creative types who don't want to work wage slavery 40 hours a week just to pay for a giant house that brings almost no happiness to pursue their creative dreams. Also, it's environmentally friendly. They don't use much electricity. They could put solar panels on them. Also, hipsters, creative types probably wouldn't be able to do Habitat for Humanity because of the rigid schedule and so that allows them, that if they're too stoned to do it one night, it doesn't matter. If they have to cancel because they got a Tinder date or they got a last-minute comedy gig or whatever, they can live flexible, creative lives that they want to live. Like and it the- wouldn't eliminate building jobs because anything bigger than a tiny house would still need to be made by experienced builders. Yeah. It sounds sort of jokey. And there was like a Nathan For You episode about being a mover for exercise. So he like took these people who thought they were joining a gym and like made them work for a moving company. <laughs> yeah, I, I see, saw that one too. But that wouldn't work because, I mean, it is getting exercise, but it feels like work. It doesn't give you the contentment that, say, a Habitat for Humanity or working for your own tiny house would. Do you get the land if you finish a tiny house? Because you need somewhere to put it even if you've earned one. That's true. I'm assuming that you're earning money through other things like creative hobbies or your parents or (laughs) selling drugs or Bitcoin or coffee house job or bartending or something. I like how actual jobs were at the end of that list. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, you'd still have to put it somewhere. Yeah. I got to be honest, when you were talking about running on a hamster wheel for nothing, I thought your idea was going to be you run on the hamster wheel to generate electricity. And I was like, Black Mirror did it. Yeah, people have those ideas all the time. And one guy had an idea for a revolving door that would generate electricity. It's not a horrible idea. I mean, it's not going to generate that much electricity. It's not going to give you that much contentment. 
I don't think it would really sway the needle as far as getting me to want to exercise. Also, that's still just running in place. So that would be straight up exercising where building a tiny home is building. So it doesn't seem like you're working out, even though you're getting some physical activity in. You could potentially get a full body workout depending on all the stuff you end up doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also the other thing about gyms and especially like Planet Fitness, like these rigid weightlifting machines, it's not like free weights. It's like things where you're isolating one muscle group. Science is starting to show that that's not the best way to work out. It doesn't provide as much benefit per time spent. People are starting to move towards more free weights and kettlebells and like pushing like a tire through dirt exercise that exercises lots of muscle groups at once. And there's balance involved. It's not isolating one muscle group. Problem is people who go like once a week and then only do one muscle group don't get anywhere. And the like the isolating muscle group machines are for like bodybuilders where they're trying to get one muscle to look one certain way. And it's just not for a casual workout. Can I just say that I was uh, tickled by the amount of intersectionality between all of our ideas about how they overlapped? Yeah. <laughs> like CrossFit was brought up during mine. And I just liked that. Uh, I thought that was. Tom's can fulfill your spiritual needs in a better way. Mine was, to, yeah, mine was to scam your spiritual needs. <laughs> um, would you guys join my Habitat for Hipsterity gym? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to be busy running my cult, so I, I don't know if I can. Yeah, I might. you might have to destroy my company to get people to join your cult. Yeah. You might become <laughs> brutal enemies. Yeah, I don't know. They won't let me in because I refuse to carry an ID card and they won't invent a hand scanner, so... Until I have a, a way to be able to check into the gym without carrying a physical card with me, I'm out. Do you think the name Habitat for Hipsterity is too limiting? People m- might not want to support I think hipsters won't like it, and that's yeah, your target if audience. I know anything, hipsters hate being called hipsters. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, so I probably have to change the title. 